Yo, 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 it's your man, Mr. Fresh to Death, coming in with another lovely episode of Fresh Podcast on this wonderful Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? I got the beautiful Radio Lex with me, and we on here, you know what I'm saying? Gonna bring y'all some good, vital information for your soul. But I know y'all love us, and we love y'all too for listening. We do. So, you know what I'm saying? Hey, currently, you know, I, I normally let y'all know what the weather is where I'm at. So, it's only right that I do it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I, I currently reside in Austin, Texas. So, it's about 70 degrees where I'm at. Oh, Lord. And, uh, I just need to know. Lex, what is the weather over here in? Lord, we're looking at 64 degrees here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hey, and the bird. <laughs> and the bird. Is that, why Why does Wiz Khalifa pronounce every word in his raps? Like, is that like a Pittsburgh? Like, he pronounces every word. Y'all, y'all hey, don't want to do it with me. Because I'm fluent. And I, I mean, like, bro, like, he pronounces every No, that's how we talk. Even if you listen to me, I enunciate everything I say. Yo, like, he, like every dog, it's like every freaking rap. If you go back and listen to all his raps, he pronounces everything. It'd be so funny. My favorite like, is when he says paper, paper. Like, it's always that paper. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. But I yeah. sound like that, too. When I sing his songs, I sound like him, so. Who else is from the Berg that's, like, legit? Mac I... Oh, from? yeah, Mac, Mac. Okay. Um, I don't know if you listen to Hardo. He's from Pittsburgh. He's I. Hardo. Who is Hardo? I feel like mm. I heard of him. Yeah, he's cool. Um, he's from Wilkinsburg, which is where I'm from. Like, I live in Wilkinsburg. That's the neighborhood okay. in Pittsburgh. Um, All right. Uh, who else is from? I guess Wilson's from Pittsburgh. Not really that many fans people right now are from Pittsburgh. Michael Buble went to CMU. Christina Aguilera is from, like, an hour away. <laughs> So, I mean, we got, you know, there's some talent here, but I feel like a lot of people do just, like, kind of get their footing and dip. Hey, man, it, it, it's only right that you do. You can't stay in your city and be, like, you know what I'm saying? You can't try to be one of them people who, I mean, RIP to the legend Nip. He was, he literally passed in his hood that he was giving back to. That, wow, that's some effed up stuff. You don't do that. You don't. You know, you don't assassinate somebody like that. You don't do that. You know, not somebody who giving back to the hood and trying to make ways for people to have a way. You know what I'm saying? Giving you opportunity. This man was dude had his hand in so much stuff then, man, what? And that's why I remember a famous quote that Boosie was like, you would be a damn fool if you get on and you start trusting in your hood. Yeah. He was like, and and that, that shit true, man. Because people would, would just want to kill you just off just because, like, they That's jealous, true. they envy you, they you got money, all that. So, Fair. I mean, I would dip too, shit. If I was yeah. to get on, I mean, not not where I'm at now. Like, I'm I'm, I'm in Austin, Texas. So, like, if I was to get some kind of money here, I'm staying here. I'm gonna get a big ass house somewhere here, but. um it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I mean, like, if I was in Little Rock, like, Arkansas, I'm, I'm dipping. Like, ain't no, 
I know Stan. Stan where? Nigga, nah, nigga, I'm gone. <laughs> Yo, man. Hey, look, dude. We got a beautiful segment for y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? We just want to just let y'all know, man. We thinking about y'all. I hope everybody morning going good. You know what I'm saying? It's Wednesday. It's halfway through the week. But one thing that I got to let y'all know, I'm tired of y'all thinking that Friday is a holiday. We're going to do a whole segment and y'all need to learn what Friday is. It's a day of the week. It's not a holiday. Stop saying happy Friday. No, nigga, it's Friday. It's just a regular day. You can still be productive, but stop making it like it's a holiday. It ain't no holiday. It's just Friday. That's all it is. Just Friday. Weekend, so it kind of I understand is. that. I understand that, but why? I mean, like people, people dread the whole week. Like, don't get me wrong. They like from Monday to Friday. They oh, want to go to work, all that, and then so when's Friday hit? They don't listen to us when we say you need to find that balance. Hey, find that balance. Hey, yeah. find that balance. Yeah. Not hey. a balance. Five days hey. for that's, two days. That's right. not a balance. That's not. That's not, but they be, that's what they do. I see it on Facebook all the time. That's it, but that was before you found that balance, though. See, you got your balance right now. See? So, shit, with that, with that, yes, with your tea, we got some tea. I got my tea, my little Zen tea. Hey, Zen is in Zen. Yeah, shout, shout. Uh, this quote or morning motivation goes straight into what we were just talking about. So let's see. Let whatever you do today be enough. Let go of the judgment you have about what you should be or could be doing. And today, allow yourself to just be. So being that our title is urban renewal means Negro removal. Taking that to cater to, I'll, I'll cater it to both people in general, but then black people first. So black people, there's always that weight of representing your entire race, literally every single time you step out the house, or anytime you say something, anytime anything at all. One time, if one black person does that, that's all black people. So you always gotta think, okay, I'm coming into this environment, I need to be this way, I have to do this, I can't talk like this, I have to do my hair like this, blah, blah, blah. I should be, oh, well, if I want to be more, more successful, I should be this, or I could be this, or blah, blah, blah. But what about what you are right now? Like, yeah. what can you accomplish with who you are and what you have right now? So, you know, allow yourself some days to just, yeah, maybe I should be doing my homework, but I'm chilling, and I'm just chill today. Like, today is my chill day, and I'm not gonna feel bad about it. That's just what you need to do sometimes. But people sure. in general, you know, just living up to societal standards, you should be with this person, shouldn't be with that person, you should look like this, shouldn't look like this, you know, you should have this job, shouldn't have this job, all that. Too much pressure at all times, on top of the pressure that you're putting on yourself to figure out what you want and how to manipulate that to be what everybody else wants. Again, yeah. fuck that. Take your time. Take it. Figure out who you are by just being what you feel like being that day. And yep. you'll discover some shit, some valuable shit. You will definitely will. Yes. You definitely will. I, I feel like that could fall under medit like if you were to like like take that time to like even like meditate, you know yes, what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying, like doing um Zen, the Zen thing that you were talking about. That's the thing. I know Big Sean is like into that or whatever. He's like something. 
It's like like mine from this thing. Oh, the Zen yeah, was like, the name of my tea, but no, but he also it's, he says something like in his latest his latest video he says something uh-huh. about Zen master something. I mean, he I might know. be a little Zen master. He might. You he, know, he said something like that, and it was like he was like you know what I'm saying. I I don't know the proper name for it, but like I know it's like dealing with like the soul. Right. Yeah, for sure. Anything that you know keeps you in constant awareness of the internal and how it can be influenced by the external will make it easier to traverse the external because you'll be looking at it through a reflection in yourself first yeah yeah it makes perfect sense yes it does it definitely does so you know like to just go ahead and jump into this segment So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Urban renal, it, you know, it's, it's equal to Negro removal. And um, it's, it's, it's basically a strategic um, plot to remove Black people, basically, out of urban areas or, you know, to make ghettos and stuff like that. So, when we said this yesterday, huh? Just more commonly known as gentrification. For I sure. Think. Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna slap that. We're gonna slap box that because I got where I'm at right now. Oh yeah. So basically, we told y'all this because it was an article that we read about, you know, like in Atlanta, where it's basically the same thing that they're doing is taking uh, black people and. They were saying like they were moving black people into like ghetto areas of, you know, their inner cities and then uh, taking away their resources of what they should be using or could be using and putting in like um, maybe like one doctor's office, maybe like one clinic or, you know what I'm saying? Like just basically taking away the necessary things that, african-americans would need just like everybody else and also just like to piggyback on what lex said like having a uh like gentrifying like neighborhoods because like where i am in austin texas is everywhere like you could just drive down the street and i know everybody who listens to this segment probably have the same thing where they live too where you drive down the street and you see like a nice crib, you're like, oh, that's nice. But it's like in the middle of the hood. And then right next door, it's a little ass house. And then you go down again, it's another big house. And it's another little house. So it's like a continuation of a pattern. And then you go through all, like, you just see it like constantly, constantly, constantly. And you're like, damn, dude, like, why are y'all doing this? And it's taking away like businesses, you, you know, taking people out of their homes, moving them somewhere else that, you know, they didn't want to be and then you're you're tearing down uh uh businesses who who've been there for years the money to move you know you know taking away the revenue in in that city of or county wherever it is you're taking all that away to gentrify it and make it you know something that it, it shouldn't be like it's it's it, matter of fact it's not even just in Austin it's in Texas period because oh, it's the whole country like, even in boy even, like I remember I went to Houston like my brother took me to Houston 
and uh, for my birthday uh, last year. So I went there, did a little shopping, you know, went by a little clothes, shoes, all that good stuff. But but like when we were going um, to a, uh, we were actually going to to the uh, mall, and we were like was going through this neighborhood because we had the detour. And uh, dude, it was like house after house after house. It was just big ass houses, and then boom, it turned to little houses. And then it was like big ass house, little house, but it was all in like this little huge rinky dink neighborhood. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I never seen, like, I never seen that type of gentrification until I moved to a bigger city. Because in my hometown, you don't have that. If you, you in the hood. Like, now we had one dude, like, on my, the street I grew up on, we had one dude on the block who who made his house like that he he like built it like from the ground up but he was a architect so oh, right you know what i'm saying so he he did his own shit. he had the biggest house on the block but that really should have opened our eyes then like what what ginger i mean he was black though so it really didn't bother me but as i got older and i started to realize like damn like this they really come into our cities and just take shit from us like you know what i'm saying Really, all it ever is. Because the same thing is happening here in Pittsburgh. It's a little bit different because Pittsburgh is set up different than Austin, and it's like the whole South in general. Um, like it's more neighborhoods within the city, not like each neighborhood is low key a different city just around the bigger one. Mm-hmm. But uh, like even in Wil, because I grew up in Wilkinsburg. Wilkinsburg was always black, like predominantly black. Uh, if there were white people, they were also like lower income. Um, but there are some beautiful houses in, in Wilkinsburg. Like, it's mansion, like, five-bedroom, three-bathroom. You know what I mean? It's sitting there dilapidated because, number one, people don't own the, like, the houses out here. You know what I mean? Like, they were mostly renting them. Um, and then after a while, like, you get rent goes up. You know, the school district got just completely destroyed. And so it's the people's moving out. And now the white people are moving in. Like, I... It's crazy because like, I have like two or three Asian neighbors right now because I live back in Wilkinsburg now. I literally, I cannot even imagine what people would have, like the scene it would have been so when I was a kid, just see an Asian person walking down the street. Everybody would have stopped and been like, what, who, where did you even come from? And it's just crazy right. because, I mean, like that's, like, you know, live here if you want to, whatever. But the reason they're here is because the white people are moving in, buying all these buildings, you know what I mean? Slowly revamping everything and making it so even the people who live here now can't get into the new apartments that are being built. Like, Yeah, but what, what, what sense of that? Like, you're, you're taking a whole sense of a culture. Like, you, I mean, like, a lot of people even here, like, uh, I'm not from Austin, but... A lot of people say it's like if you live on a certain side of town of Austin, you can get that feel of what Austin used to real, like Austin used to be like before they gentrified everything. And it's like, that's crazy, man, because it's like, why take something from people who, you know, they didn't ask to be moved out of their homes and they didn't ask to, you know, hey, come tear down my house and, and build something else and, and, and come close my business down, you know, for, you know, to, to, to. Dude, to attract some taxes, yeah. Like that's that's it's crazy, and that's what a lot of like people like uh like Ti Killer Mike people like in Atlanta, you know that's that's what they be 
speaking about, like, you know what I'm saying? They come into our neighborhoods. We need to, you know, buy back our neighborhoods and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I, like, we, like, slowly, like, just taking everything from us, you know, and well, we, we not having, you know, the money or not having the power to be like, yeah, you know, I don't want to get my house taken, you know, but, like, they do it all the time. Right. And that's all there. Yeah. And I mean, that even goes back into that article that we were talking about, um, referencing like redlining, um, road structures as well, because that was what the article was primarily about was how they structured their road systems to kind of section off neighborhoods and keep people at bay. And like, that's that's the traffic we experience today is Mm -hmm. just like results of that skeletal system, just because you know, like you're you're gonna put this giant freeway in between this black neighborhood and then like this more prospering white neighborhood. So it's like mm-hmm. a wall, basically, because I mean, sure. like, not really get from here to there. And then you don't want people. As people got into those spaces, they started okay. Well, the white people are gonna move out into the suburbs, but then they didn't want to extend the, the public transportation system to get out to those places where all the resources kind of ended up because that's where the right. money for the resources. But but that's the thing, what you're saying, they didn't put those resources out there for us. They put oh, it well, up yeah, there. That was the point. Like, right, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Segregation happened and they were like, okay, well, we're just going to segregate geographically then. Like, we'll just push all y'all over here and then we're going to take all of our stuff over here and make it virtually impossible for y'all to get back and forth. And like, if you can get back and forth, it's going to take you two hours because it's rush hour all the time. And that's what I don't like about, um, like, the South in general, honestly, is the traffic. Like, I'm like, uh, dude, Pittsburgh sure. has bad traffic, too. And, like, I know the Hill District was really the thriving Black neighborhood in Pittsburgh. And then they yeah. took that and basically decimated it by building the, um, the Mellon Arena, which we all, like, Pittsburgh is a sports city, you know what I mean? But that did not yeah. need to be there. Like, we already have two giant stadiums, and then y'all's going to put this other huge stadium where all these Black people live, where they're trying to create, a, like, a little community, you know, thrive. And so, and now all that space is, like, super sectioned off, again, by highway. Like, any road you take for more than five minutes, you're ending up on a highway. Or some kind of it's all just in the middle and so it's just like why not so much why because i mean like there is no reason why besides just racism at the end of it but um it's just crazy that these things are physically built into our society like it's not even just a social structure it's physical structures like y'all's building bridges for racism, you know what I mean? Like this is just crazy. Like that's that that was the motivation between or behind so many cities foundation. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. I Is believe that. Just their law. It's- and I I I've had it just even I first of all, let's uh, let me say I hate the word urban. You might just just say nigga. Like, I'll be okay with that because I fucking hate the word urban because that's exactly what it is. Like, it's a substitute for you not saying nigger or nigga, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I don't I don't like the word. Like, I hate that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's most like I, I know. Like, like, I hate when other race, like other races, like, oh, no, I, like I hate it. when other races say it. Like, 
you know, it's different if I was to say it about, you know what I'm saying? But when other people say that shit, I'll be like, bro, like, don't say it's that like, shit. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, just be bold enough yeah. to say what you say. But consequence, yeah, I feel you. Like, for me, like, I just feel like even, like, where I live at now, I live in a predominantly uh, probably mixed side of town. And even, like, uh, I had a neighbor who told me, like, where I live now, um, you know, they were, it was a, a car, like, because we were talking about the crime and stuff, like, here. And I was like, yeah, I, I've, I've been here, you know, a, a year now, and I haven't had anything, you know, uh, malicious, anything, like, no crime, no ill intent, like, happen to me or anything. Like, I've been overall good and nobody's never tried to do anything to me and I was like yeah I've you know I, I, I honestly feel like Austin is a safe place and he was like yeah well some parts of town it's not you know it's not safe at all and I'm, I was just like I ain't never felt that way and uh we were talking about where we stay and he was like yeah even here like I think the only thing that I've had or heard here was that it was like he was like one day I was outside it was a car who pulled up and he just parked and I was just looking and I was like it's kind of odd I never seen that car before and I was just trying to see what he was doing and he just drove away real real fast and I'm like like first of all he was just watching this man like you know what I'm saying like why are you watching him I mean yeah you're not gonna know every fucking car that comes over here or whatever but that's what they do you know what I'm saying you know and and please people that's listening to this don't think that I'm trying to divide or think that I'm trying to cause some type of confusion or some type of uh you know forget all the white people no I'm not doing that I'm just speaking facts, you know, for most, like, that's what white people do. So, and, uh, you know, I've, I've had it to the point where I've, in my hometown, I was, I was actually working a job and I had a, a woman follow me because I was, now don't get me wrong, from her point of view, I can see where she was coming from. Because I I was driving, I was I was actually uh, delivering a pizza for this company I was working for at the time, and um, I liked the houses over there because I had never seen like that whole neighborhood. Like I was like, oh, this is a ducked off spot. Like I ain't never been back here. And I'm I had my phone. I was actually driving around because I I was calling the people and I couldn't like get a hold to them. And I was like, just driving, I was like, just, I had my phone out and I was like recording the houses. Cause I was like, dude, these are some nice houses. And I wanted to show, you know, the person I was going to show it to. And, um, she like, you know, came in her car as I got to the, well, I was about to, uh, take the customers their pizza. Cause I had, you know, eventually I had got in contact with them. And man, she pulled up like real fast on the side of me. She was like, "Uh, why are you filming the neighborhood?" And I was like, "Uh, what the fuck?" I'm like, "Like, what the fuck?" Like, bro, like, first of all, I, first of all, in my town, my city, I I had a gun with me all the time, like when I got one. So, not that I had to use it or anything, but I just felt safe with it, you know, within without it. And so. 
no, nah, I'm working now. Not, not to mention, I got my gun in my car. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, so she pulled up so fast. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, she was like, why are you filming the neighborhood? And I'm like, bitch, why are you pulling up on me? Like, are you fucking crazy? Like, <laughs> you must be crazy. And she was like, I, I'm the neighborhood watching. I've never seen you out here. I said, man, you need to drive the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm talking to her just like this. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? But she, she ended up driving off or whatever. But like, I, you know, in a way, bro, like I could see why she, you know, would want to know, but you don't pull up on somebody like that like, and be like, why you filming the neighborhood? Cause like to, yeah, that would be a little weird to see somebody just driving in a car and just like filming and shit. Like I, I get it. I get why she did it. I'm not, she wasn't wrong. She had every right to, but was she, was she, I felt was she, messed up at was like pulling up to the car instead of saying excuse me sir um may i have a word with you or something you know what i'm saying but don't just you pull up to my car i was like why are you filming the neighborhood like i could have been like what like you know what i'm saying like what if i was one of them dudes like i'm not like that but still like i it's just i feel like man they walk around like most white people walk around like they they have that authority and like to piggyback on what we're talking about that's how they feel even you know even when they're going into our neighborhoods taking our you know homes and 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 gentrifying it up and because they have that authority to do that and the moment that they see a weakness in us they pounce on you it's like boom they just be like ah got you it's not even so much a weakness it's just like unfamiliarity like is and that's a lot of the problem with them being in spaces that they don't understand is like the hood wilkinsburg at the point that I was growing up in it was the hood, you know what I mean? And even now it still is, but like there's more white people kind of closing in on it. Um, but there's there was stuff that happened that, I mean, granted, maybe it shouldn't have happened, but it was normal. And we were all just like, oh, okay, like that's a thing that happens and we recognize it. And so nobody needs to like react in such a extreme way, you know what I mean? Um, but then, people who are unfamiliar to the situation come in, they start living in places they have no idea how they work. And then that's when you have people calling the cops and that's when you have people getting killed or just people like all types of unrest in the neighborhood that might not have been the best beforehand by design, but that was that had a piece to it because people had a system and they understood that system and kind of operated within it. It's not to say it's a perfect neighborhood, of course, because it's not, but them coming in and like asserting their standard it just like it causes so much violence and i feel like that's my largest problem with them coming in like because even now east liberty is a neighborhood that's maybe like 10 minutes away from here probably five and uh that used to be the hood there used to be giant you know two big um housing complexes that were there. There was all types of black people there. That's just what it was. There were black businesses. It was popping. You go there now and it's just full of condos that are mainly empty because nobody, nobody can afford to live in them. You know what I mean? Like there's right. nobody moving into the city to fill these spaces. And then you have I, all these expensive ass stores that keep opening and closing and opening and closing right. because like who is shopping here? Who right. is going to this I, this I feel like, like a flag store for what? <laughs> I feel that shit like wholeheartedly. I feel like that even like even here, like just in general, like why do you think the prices 
of these uh, apartments or you know rental properties are so expensive like, it's a reason why it's a reason why they're so expensive or when you go if you ever notice man go to some of these places and, and be like look i'm looking around here or man it's like they, they give you a time just even if you got the money even if you got the money oh do you make three times rent like yeah i do oh okay what do you do like don't you know what i'm saying they want to you know what i'm saying it's like damn like why i just told you i make three times the rent so you know what i'm saying it's like i don't be i don't be understanding like why you know uh we get treated like that be because like like i said like just piggybacking on what I said yes, uh, what we said yesterday, when I was saying that you can have all the credentials, you can meet all the requirements, and do all the right stuff, and they still judge you just because you're black. Mm-hmm. And every like place, like, I, like the cost. I mean, I I feel like that's one of the reasons why cost of living goes up so much, man. Not not because of black people. What I'm just saying, this goes up, and then it's like. You can't afford like uh, most people can't afford a thousand dollar apartment or two thousand dollar apartment. They can't uh, afford it, so it's like, where else are they gonna live? And then when they do pick somewhere, you know, uh, uh, lower class to live or whatever, they, you know, get drove out of those neighborhoods because they wanna. All right, man, so and so bought up this whole neighborhood, so he's gonna pick this uh, shopping plaza here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. got jobs and can't yeah. get no transportation. Like, yeah, right. it does not keep right. people where they are. Right. Keep and that's why. Class, middle class, and right. poverty. That's, it's, 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 it's horrible, man. Like, like, to actually see, like, your people. You know I'm doing with Slim Thug and Rick Ross. I'm buying up the whole block. I'm buying the whole neighborhood. Cause it's like the more, like when we put money back into us, you know, we can save it and then do stuff with it. You know, we can build our own. Like I told you, like, I'm telling you, like, if everybody that have money, like Oprah, Tyler Perry, hell, you can just take them two by themselves, Oprah and Tyler Perry, and start a whole, like, community, build black wall street again pit it somewhere else you know that's gonna thrive i i and even though we're talking about this article i feel like atlanta would be the best place for it because of what you know like what atlanta represents right and i feel like it'd be perfect because that's where tyler perry studio is you know what i'm saying and i feel like that's perfect place like to just start your own you know what I'm saying? Like, if we did that. Because be, think yeah. about it, man. Like, Black Wall Street was thriving. They didn't need nobody. They got mm-hmm. bummed. They, they bummed. They got bummed because... They were doing good. Right. And it's like, anytime you doing good, somebody's going to question it. Whether it be your own people or somebody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, and I feel like just talking about this stuff it's like bro like what what why is it that you that you you like they want to gentrify everything 
and remove black people from stuff. And that's the whole purpose of and point of this article. And it's the point of this segment of what we're talking about. So if anybody, you know, listen to this segment and, you know, you got questions, man, let us know. You know what I'm saying? You can leave a comment. You can email us at freshpodcast uh, at yahoo.com. You can uh, hit us up on IG at uh, Fresh Podcast. You know, it's on Twitter, Fresh Podcast. So, hey, look, we just want to know how, how y'all feel about it because I feel like it's something important to talk about, especially with when, you know, uh, with this presidential uh, election coming up. And with this whole pandemic, people yeah. getting people who yeah. are getting money now, like, what are y'all doing yeah. with it? What are what? How are y'all investing in y'all selves? What's going? You know what and, I mean? Like, is it a, I mean, is, it a LLC? is everybody trying to open a business? Is anybody figuring out other ways to get money that doesn't involve grinding twenty four seven? What? Because I mean, like from you. Yeah, for sure. I would like to hear from y'all. You know, don't somebody gonna hit you up with one of them uh, get rich schemes <laughs> and them and little, uh, pure, them pyramid less, schemes. Unless it works, unless I can get rich, <laughs> guaranteed. Don't talk to me about the Yo, schemes. yo, like I had, I had somebody hit me up on Snapchat on uh, EJ's Eats and Treats yesterday, and I, you know, somebody sent me this guy's profile, so I was like, okay, I'll add it. I didn't, I didn't know, so. The guy messaged me back and was like, are you trying to get $100? And I'm like, man, what the fuck? No, I want no $100. And he was like, uh, oh. So I went to his profile to see like what he was talking about. So basically, he was like, uh, if anybody wants $100, all you got to do is add me and do these quick, these uh, little steps and bro yeah. you don't give a if you're gonna get somebody a hundred dollars you're gonna give them hundred dollars the fuck don't do all that extra shit yeah, right i mean i didn't need i was like nah bro i'm good like keep that shit don't it get just, caught up if it sounds too good to be true it is true yeah that's 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 for sure hey look not gonna lie i almost was willing to uh risk it all uh Doing one of them schemes, I was like, "Hey, like, <laughs> circle thing." Uh, huh? Nah, this was like, this was a uh, what was this? This was I, I I don't know what it was called, but I know somebody who did it, and I was like, "Man, I'm about to do that shit." And I was like, "Nah, I ain't doing it though," because man, I just feel like that there's, there's some with it, like it's like some government you know, affiliated, like you know, it's like and it's like, "Oh, you you took that money? Yeah, come here, sir." <laughs> So it's like nah, man. So it's like nah, but uh, for sure, man. Like, don't mind us. What we talking about is outside of stuff that what we're actually focused yeah. on. But it, it, so we got good things to say. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like I don't know, it's just it's crazy. But um, did you have something else you want to address to the people? I feel like that was a that was a pretty. Solid little uh, piece to think about. Get back to us on what you've been doing. What you think? What What do you think the best next step for Black people is? That's mm. our question. Do you think it's a it's a society, a little golden utopia in Atlanta? Mm. Maybe me. I think maybe it would be individuals just working their hardest to be them best selves, their best selves, and, and that will all uplift each other. Like that really to me is is the thing. Cause having one thing in one place is nice, but like you said, that can always be taken away. 
acts of hatred, acts of crime, whatever. So, you know, let us know what y'all think. Yeah. Please, please let us know, man, on this, you know, wonderful uh, Wednesday. So, man, we're going to close this thing out, man. Look, before I do my, you know, our closing, I got to say, look, man, I'm excited to let y'all know that uh, I got my hands in a bunch of stuff. But EJ's Eats and Treats, man, I want y'all to see this. EJ's Eats and Treats. I've been holding on to this to the whole damn second. I'm like, I'm showing these motherfuckers. <laughs> no, EJ's Eats and Treats, man. Um, it's, it's live, man. Business cards, man. We live. We out here. If anybody <clears throat> listening to this segment that's in the Austin area and, you know what I'm saying, holiday season coming up, you don't want to bake nothing. Hit us up. We got you. Come get your pie. Man, come get, come get your Hey, come get your pie, come get your brownie, come get your all that. You know what I'm saying? We got it all. We got the we got the golden hour. We got the blue magic. We got the make love brownies. We got the money green brownies. You know what I'm saying? We got the guinea pies. We got it all. So look, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? And we got y'all. E- EJ's EatingTrees.com, man. Please, y'all go check it out. Hey. <laughs> Hey, look, man. So, um, Alex, you got a shout out? You want to shout out? You know? Uh, you know, y'all can follow me at Shiite, S H E I I G H T, Instagram. That's good. Bet. Look, man. But we in this thing, man. I got to say, uh, stay prayed up about any and everything, regardless of what you're going through. God is real. He will take care of you. I know firsthand he's taking care of me. And if you look across my screen, he's taking care of Lex, too. So Andy taking care of your, you know, your, yourself because you're alive. If you woke up this morning and you got breath in your body, hey, take care of you too, man. Yes, Peace. Man, ah. we out, man. We out. Man. Recording. <laughs>